You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcast on electing the European Parliament's president. As Martin Scholl's second two-and-a-half-year term as president of the European Parliament comes to an end, the House's 751 members will have to appoint a new chair during the next plenary session in Strasbourg. But how does this election process work? Stay with us. EP presidents used to be chosen for a period of one or two years, but since the first election by universal suffrage in 1979, they're elected for a renewable period of two and a half years. So who can stand as a candidate? Well, in principle, every member, as long as they are backed either by a political group or by a minimum of 38 MEPs, according to the revised rules of procedure. The election is held by secret ballot and the winner is the one who obtains an absolute majority of the votes cast. Abstentions, blank or spoilt ballot papers are not counted. If there's no winner after the first ballot, the same candidates or new candidates can be nominated for a second round of voting. This can be repeated a third time if necessary. If no one is elected at the third ballot, the two highest scoring candidates go to a fourth ballot, where the winner is decided by simple majority. So what's the role of the president? Mirroring the increasingly influential role of the parliament as a shaper of EU policies and co-legislator, the president has an increasingly visible function in the EU institutional and international setting. The president oversees all the work of the House, its governing bodies and plenary debates. He or she represents the parliament in all legal affairs and external relations, and at the start of every European Council meeting, sets out the EP's point of view on the topics on the agenda. The president also signs the EU budget into law and co-signs legislation with the president of the council. With such important powers attached to the job, there are already a few candidates to succeed Schulz, but only one will get the post and we'll have to wait until next week to see who. And that's not all. Once the name of the new president is known, MEPs will also have to elect the 14 vice presidents and the five quaestors, who are responsible for administrative and financial matters affecting MEPs. They may be less glamorous than the presidential election, but they add to the importance of next week's plenary session in Strasbourg. We'll be there following the votes. You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts.